This is Kia Sangria, and you're listening to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary podcast. Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. My next guest is fun, creative, and could talk to you all day about her passions. Informative, with a friendly, helpful tone. Her content is super authentic. She's even themed her wedding around cosplay, which is no easy task to coordinate or accomplish. She's been featured in magazines, worked with websites all around the industry, and has been featured on Instagram pages such as Cosplay of Color, a talent in so many areas with great energy and everything she presents. I'm very much looking forward to the direction that she takes on her YouTube channel and in everything that she shares there. Cosplayer, seamstress, performer, YouTuber, and fashionista, please welcome Kia to the show. Thank you so much, Scott. Oh my gosh, I feel like I have to live up to that intro now. <laughs> well, I, I do my best. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for reaching out and, and being on the show. Um, you have done so many just really cool things uh, inside and outside of cosplay. I really enjoy your blog on, on your website and uh, just a lot of the different content. You seem to do different things in different areas whether you're on TikTok or whether you're on Instagram or whether you're on YouTube, it's just, um, it's so much, so much content and just, it's just great. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Scott. I really appreciate it. I'm really happy that I get to talk to you tonight. I was so excited about this, like working from home today. I was like, I'm so happy. I'm gonna be so excited for seven o'clock. So really like excited to sit down with you tonight, seriously. No, that's, that's wonderful to hear and excellent. Uh, usually I start from the beginning. Um, I, I hear the way the song goes. It's a very good place to start uh, with your origins and your origins and beginnings in cosplay. If you wouldn't mind taking us back uh, to, I believe, 2014 is when you got it. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so let's just hop in the time machine really quickly. I'm sorry, that was weird. Um, uh, 2014. Um, I would say 2014 was when I like made my first like official cosplay with my sewing machine. That was the year that I made a mermaid tail for the New York City Coney Island Mermaid Day Parade. Okay. And that was a costume that I made with spandex. Um, I used my sewing machine to create it. I put gemstones and all those other things on. And I feel like that was like the first thing that I ever made that I felt like so, so, so good about. My origins when it comes to cosplay, I mean, really what got me into cosplay to begin with was Sailor Moon. She was my hero um, when I was growing up and I absolutely loved like the outfits that the Sailor Scouts wore. I thought that they were so cool and that they were so pretty and I always wanted to be that, but more so like dress up like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really what like started it all for me. Yeah, I think like since since then I've just been cosplaying, but like making things like ever since. Yeah, you know I used to watch Sailor Moon uh, after after school my senior yes. year high school because it was on it was on Cartoon Network back then and right before Dragon Ball Z. So I kind of yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't as big of a buff on Sailor Moon as my friends were. They were the ones who got me into cons. We used to go a long time ago to Gen Con uh, because it was the closest. And they they would sit in the anime theater like for days. <laughs> uh, but very cool. Um, and then you've really never stopped creating since then. And I know that you met your husband at a con. 
he, um, there, there was a proposal at New York Comic Con in 2014, I believe, and um, you even had a cosplay wedding, which is yes. fabulous. Talk about your wedding. I think it was a Deadpool theme. And just uh, tell me about how you went into organizing and planning that very special day. Uh, that was a lot. Um, so to start with, when me and my husband met, I actually met him at a vet in Brooklyn, which was like it's a convention of its own. And he was dressed as Deadpool. I had no idea what he looked like the day that I met him. So he could have looked like anything under that mask. Um, I didn't get to see his actual face until I added him on Facebook like that very evening. And I was just like, whoa, he's hot. <laughs> he's hot. When New York Comic Con like 2014 rolled around, I we had decided that we were going to dress up as Deadpool and Deadpool's wife in the comic book. And so we went, the artist, Riley Brown, who was the creator of Deadpool's wife, Sheikla, in the comic book, he was at New York Comic Con that year. So we were oh. just like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this costume and I'm going to go to his table and I'm going to meet him and I'm going to tell him how much I think that Sheikla is a total badass and we're going to buy some merch and stuff and, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. I'm there with a friend and we're just checking out Riley's table and I'm telling him like, I absolutely love this character you created. I think she is so awesome. She is so powerful, like top tier character. I absolutely love her in the Deadpool series. I love the way they interact, it, like it's great. And he's like, you know, thank you so much. And we're just like exchanging words and stuff like that. And then my husband pulls out a ring. Okay. I'm just looking at him like, hold up. We didn't rehearse anything. So I was like, is this a, a skit? Cause you know, cosplay skits happen at cons and stuff like that all the time. It's part of the experience. I'm just like, is this a skit? Like, what is this? Cause I didn't practice anything. And I'm just like, is this a joke? And so my girlfriend's like, oh my God, my girlfriend knew before I knew she's like, oh my God, Kia. And I'm just like, what is this? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and yeah, he, he ended up proposing at New York Comic Con 2014 in front of the character, uh, in front of the artist that drew the character that I was dressed as. So that like took off and then we were interviewed um, by Cosmo Magazine where we got to dress up as like Deadpool and Sheikla again and then do like a little spread with them, which was like pretty fun. And then in terms of planning the wedding, for us, it was just like the character of Deadpool was like such a important part of like our lives. Like I actually have a little Deadpool bust like in the back over there because that's my favorite character. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but you know we decide okay we met in cosplay you proposed in cosplay I just say like we finish this off and start our lives together the same way and so we told like our friends and family what we're gonna do is we're gonna post the guest list from the wedding issue of Deadpool and we're going to have all of you guys pick a character from off the actual guest list that was in the comic and you will come to the wedding dressed as that character that was a year the year from hell because like i had people that are like oh i want to be spider-man and it's like oh well i want to be spider-man and it's just like okay well we have the spider-verse so i guess that's okay as long as you guys choose different variants of spider-man and then people are like oh i want to be this character and then like three months oh actually i want to be this character instead so there was just like a whole bunch of like trying to like organize everything and make sure that we at least had like one of each character at the wedding i would never do this again and i just really don't recommend it and then picking the venue so the venue that we ended up going with is an it's an old school italian venue and so when we met with like the the owner we're just like so this is our wedding plan and this is how we plan to have it and this is what everyone's wearing and he just like are you serious? 
And I'm just like, yeah, like this is what everyone's wearing. There's no tux, there's no suits. Like the only people that are being wearing like formal wear is going to be me and my dress and then my husband and his tuxedo. Yeah, everyone else is going to be in costume. So this is a very classic wedding that we got married at the Marina Del Rey. So it's a very like upscale venue. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah. they're like, what? Like, what, are, what is this? Like, is this what you're really doing? I was like, yeah, this is what we're really doing. The day of the wedding, even the staff was like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have brought my kids. Like Wolverine is here. And I'm just like, yeah, you should have. And you looked at me like I was crazy. Like a year ago when I told you that this is happening today. <laughs> you missed out but it, it was a lot of fun planning it but there were just times where i was just like why did we decide to do this like we should have just like kept it simple with like dresses and stuff and as we get closer to our five-year anniversary like this year i'm just like you know what that was really rad and i'm happy that we did that <laughs> i'm happy that we did that because that was pretty cool yes and i mean it did draw a lot of attention you you did mention a little earlier that um you were sh you were featured in cosmopolitan magazine just after the wedding that's amazing so it did it did make a pretty big splash to to have that kind of a wedding it's it's well it is fairly hard to <laughs> to coordinate <laughs> yeah I, I think um it, it kind of is a theme of weddings in general that the hardest part about weddings is everybody else <laughs> like trying yeah to it really is <laughs> and who's going to get along with who and all the family politics and stuff which uh, and then you add, you know, makeup and uh, wigs and costumes <laughs> to, to that, and then try and, and keep everybody to play nice. But it, um, it turned out so well. Uh, looking at your looking at your blog and looking at the pictures from the wedding that you shared, it really was fantastic. And I think Cosmopolitan thought so too. And they, well, they, um, I guess we're backing up a little bit, but they. Um, they interviewed you and your husband. Would you mind talking about your feature in Cosmopolitan? Uh, sure. So to just to go back a little bit, the feature about um, our engagement uh, in Cosmopolitan was actually before the wedding. So it was mm -hmm. right after New York Comic Con because uh, somebody had saw us uh, that was from Cosmo. I guess she saw the proposal and was like, hey, can I talk to you guys? So that was very it was an experience because uh, if you know Cosmo magazine, you know that they're very um, risque. And so like we got a lot of interview questions like, oh, do you guys, you know, wear the costumes during? And it was just like, well, you know, as unexciting as it is, no, because they're they're quite expensive. Um, they're yeah, not the, just, you know. <laughs> the, the normal answer from any cosplayer would be. <laughs> We really don't even want to wear them to the con, but <laughs> they will get dirty and people will break things on them. Yes. So right. I totally understand. Yeah. So it was just, they were very like, very like in your business. Like, oh, we're going to come and like come to your apartment and just like, you know, survey you guys, you know, just act natural. And it's just like, well, I can't <laughs> because you're here. <laughs> And it, they really wanted it to be juicier than what it turned out to be. But it's just like, I, I really didn't have anything to add because I'm just like, we don't do anything in our costumes because like, they're not costumes from, the, you know, the little costumes you get from the sexy store, you know, like these are very expensive and a lot goes into making them. So it's just like, I'm so sorry that I can't give you what you want. But it was really fun, like getting to talk to them. And there were other couples too featured like in the spread that they did. And 
that was really fun um, because I actually got to meet like two of my best friends through like the Cosmo article spread. And we've been friends ever since. And she herself had, um, she was in the magazine as like a Disney princess, uh, specifically Princess Belle and her now husband was Beast. And they actually ended up having a Disney wedding. So we all kind of like followed through on our, uh, our fandoms when it came to like our weddings. And yeah, it's just, it was awesome. And it really brought me together with like other cosplaying couples. So as weird as the experience with Cosmo was, I would definitely do it again just to like meet other people. I think one of the things that I've noticed about cosplay is it is a great community to meet people. And anybody listening who is still on the fence about cosplay, I don't know if there are that many of you out there, but it really is. It's such a, it's such a nice, for, for 99.9% of it, just a really nice community of people who just want to enjoy what their what their fandoms are and talk about that and you know get into get into the space where they can make and create and share. So that that's kind of one of my big takeaways from from all of it is that there are a lot of opportunities for cosplayers. Um, there's just a lot of different because in cosplay you have you're using so many different skills. Um, you know, you're in media and you're, you're creating costumes and doing a lot of makeup and there's props and special effects and lots of things that go into it. So yeah, it's, um, you, you have a lot to talk about. (laughs) I, yeah, I definitely do because I do, um, I do a lot of everything when it comes to like things revolving around cosplay. Like I make costumes and then I have to like edit photos and then I edit video and then it's like, I do makeup and then I make wigs. So I do like a lot in that realm. Um, you know, we'll start with like the, the art of making cosplay because that's that's really what excites me the most about this entire thing. And and without the excitement over this, like everything else falls apart. So I've been sewing since like 2014. I've been making like actual like costume pieces like since 2014, I'd say. So I've been doing this for a bit. Uh, one of the things that's always excited me about cosplay and like everything that I do is like just the art of like making my costumes. First things first, I absolutely love that we live in a time now where like you could see a video game trailer and then two weeks after that, there's already costumes online for you to buy. Like mm-hmm. I love that we live in that this timeline because it was never this easy like years past. But for me, I've just always loved the challenge that comes with like making my own costumes. Like I love sewing things and just taking heaps of fabric and then turning them into things like this like I absolutely it's it's my pleasure it's my joy what I really want to do is I want to encourage more people to like do that because the excitement that comes from like building armor or like sewing something and creating with your hands like it's just it's unmatched it's completely unmatched yeah it is it's a lot of fun um, just to be able to take the time and like work through things and figure out how it's all going to fit together because you're never really sure you might screw it up a little bit the first couple times but eventually you get a little bit better at it you know it's just kind of that that sort of confidence that you build too and you start to understand how it all fits together and how it works and I think everyone should experience that um at least once like I'm not saying that you have to now stop what you're doing and go out and make all your costumes or you know build all your armor but just to do it yourself at least once. Everyone should get to feel what that's like. And especially for new cosplayers too, telling someone, oh, make your own costume, that is really scary. Because even when I first started to do it, I was freaking out. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to work with this fabric. Uh, I'm going to mess up. And I did a lot. Like making cosplay is not something that you you win at. You just get a little better each time. <laughs> with each project, you get a lot better at everything that you do. And so for me making costumes like this, like as often as I get to, 
um, really helps me become a lot better at it. And then I get to I get to be in a position where I can share what I know with people that, you know, have never done this before or people that do like already, you know, engage in this kind of thing and they want to know more. Like I like being able to create things and be like, okay, this is my newest project. Here's what I learned. Here's what I didn't like. You know, I get to talk about like all those things so that people don't make the same mistakes that I did. That's really fun for me too. Yes, and you do, um, you sew most, if not all of all of your costumes right now, right? That yes. You, you, they're all um, self-made. Um, you put a lot of energy and detail. You know, there's there's plenty of places to look if, um, if you do. Kia shares this on her YouTube channel. She shares this on her Instagram, her stories, and all of the detail that goes into, and even on TikTok, um, those are fun. If you wouldn't mind, talk about your process and like what you really like about um, sewing in general. So my process when it comes to like picking a costume, I kind of just make whatever I want. Like the idea for Snow White example, I saw like a pattern for it and I was just like, I'm gonna make that. I'm going to make that and I'm going to make it better than what the pattern actually shows because as much as I love Snow White out of all of the Disney princesses her dress is the most boring mm. it just is she's from the 1940s there's really nothing I can do about that but I'm like I'm going to make I'm going to make this dress and it's going to be interesting and what I really liked about this project specifically was the challenges that I faced when making it and then all of the things that I just decided to do with it like you may not be able to see it but there's like flower applique here with lace there's lace on the bodice and like in between there's like little gemstones on like the little circular parts there's pearls on the sleeves so really what like it gets me to like make something is like what do I have to put into it what is the design that I envision inside my head I don't know how to draw so I can't draw designs never ask me to draw what it is that I'm thinking I just go out and make it but I like the challenge that comes with working with like different fabrics and finding different techniques on how to like make something just the because then I get to show off my craftsmanship cosplay is like not just about becoming my favorite character but also like the co the craftsmanship that like goes into it mm -hmm. and so when it comes to my process of like sewing something I really have to think hard about what type of materials that I want to use because even I have my limitations of what I can and can't work with I do try to like you know do things that I'm familiar with unless I'm really looking to like go off the deep end and work with something that I've never ever touched before but I always look for projects that's like what can I learn from it because with each costly I make I learn something different that like propels me forward to the next costume and so I'm on a journey of like constantly learning but I also like creating content that I can share to like help other people and so when I make something, I'm like, okay, how hard is this? Would other people be interested in knowing how I made this? If so, okay, while I'm making it, I need to make sure that I'm like taking notes and like jotting things down and taking short video clips that I can show people, hey, here's how you get like this result. That I think there are a lot of people who can benefit from that more than we sometimes believe or that we think, because there are a lot of questions. And I think the how-to with cosplay, there's just so many different things and it is very intimidating to get started. So that's so appreciated uh, going through that whole thought process and breaking everything down. And I think it is very amazing that you you create all of this with really, um, you're doing it all from uh, what you can envision, not necessarily from what, you are, what you're drawing out first. Um, I can't draw either. <laughs> okay, see. <laughs> Um, so that's uh, part of the struggle that I have too, is 
that when I'm, I really do have to look for a pattern or something that I can follow first because I have an idea in my head. Maybe I can get some like, I can get some reference photos or pictures of a character that I want to be. If I draw it, it's just going to be a disaster. The proportions are going to be bad, you know, all the measuring and things that go into it, which is, I think, perhaps people overthink some things too, that, you know, you don't get get overwhelmed with all of these different details and like, oh, well, how is it even going to fit when I, when I finally get it all done, you know, uh, it's just so many different things. And you have uh, truly grown with this over time. Uh, you also partner with Fabric Wholesale Direct. Uh, you create content for their blog. You actually provide a very in-depth and informative conversation in that space as does their website. Actually, I can link to it in the show notes just so that everybody can see the content that Kia is putting in that space. Tell me about the website, about uh, Fabric Wholesale Direct, um, how you came upon that or how they came upon you. And um, you know, what, uh, what have you been able to take away and learn from their site? Uh, so my partnership with Fabric Wholesale Direct is, is quite interesting. Um, and I'm, first of all, I'm really thankful for them and the team over there because I think they're really great people. I started working with Fabric Wholesale Direct, I want to say in February of this year. I was on their website. I had actually shopped with them a couple of times and I came across their blog and I had noticed that on their blog, there were a couple of like cosplayers that had like previously posted um, just different tutorials for for things that they themselves had made. One of the things that like I realized was that after a certain point, the cosplay blogs had stopped. I guess like, maybe those cosplayers like weren't writing for them anymore or like whatever the case may have been. I started seeing like regular things on the blog, like people making cardigans and home goods and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, that's cute. So I ended up reaching out to them and I asked and I was like, hey, you know, my name is Kia. I'm a cosplayer from New York. I am an avid sewist and I am very interested in, you know, making something featuring your fabric and and writing a blog post for you and they're just like oh okay sure you know here's how we like to structure like the blog post and we want you know you to write these out as if you're talking to a beginner as if you're talking to someone who's never done this before for me I was just like okay great yeah I can definitely do that talk about like each step of the way in a pattern and you know how I put things together and how you get like the finished garment I'm like okay that's fine the very first project that I pitched to them was for a dress for Sailor Neptune I had you know, use some of their fabric for that and provided them with the blog post. At that time, I really thought that our relationship was going to be a a one-off kind of a thing. I'm just going to make this costume for them and then that's it. Mm -hmm. But then I handed in like the project and they were just like, okay, great. What's next? And I was just like, oh, like you want to do this again? Okay. One of the things that I've kind of try to make a part of each and every costume that I make for them is that there's always a pattern involved because I am a strong believer of like sewing patterns, whether they're from McCall's, uh, Simplicity or any other like indie pattern brands, I believe in the power of patterns. I think that they're absolutely amazing. I try to make sure that there's a pattern component, a part of each costume that I make so that I can not only showcase how to make the costume, but also here's a pattern that you can use and maybe gently modify to use for like this character, just so that I can put it in people's heads that just, just because the pattern like shows you this, doesn't mean that you're limited to just creating that which is on the packet. You can modify the pattern to become whoever you you want. Really appreciate like being in this space of Fabric Wholesale Direct that I get to like have content for cosplayers in a place where they can also shop 
for their fabrics for their costumes. I live in New York City and we have a fashion district and it's great, but it's very expensive. And so if you want like affordable fabric, especially if you're a beginner, Fabric Wholesale Direct is the perfect place for you to go and shop because if you're just starting out, you can find really cheap materials where it's like you can buy different pieces of things and test out how you feel about sewing with them. And it's not a big investment. So if you try to make something and unfortunately it doesn't work out, you at least didn't spend a lot of money on the materials that you used to take on whatever it is that you're making. And so I really appreciated that I could have cosplay blogs in a space where people can buy fabric, um, not only just because cosplayers shop there, but also because one of the missions that I'm on as a cosplayer is I want cosplayers to be represented more in these online sewing spaces. Because when people think of like the online sewing community, they don't think of cosplay. They don't think of us. They think of like someone sewing a quilt or like a tablecloth or like dolls or, you know, little clothing pieces for their kids. They don't think of us. And I want to change that because I feel like, you know, outside of Halloween, our costumes are just as valid because we put a lot of work into making them and they're beautiful and they deserve to be recognized and they deserve to be appreciated and we deserve our roses. And so I'm trying to get cosplayers to be a part of those conversations, not just with like online sewing communities, but also with brands too. Cosplayers make very, uh, well, they, again, because they do so many different things that they are an overlooked uh, member of the online space and that they are great to collaborate with for brands. I, I'm very happy to see more and more of that happening and I do advocate for it. And that's why uh, just in my space that I do encourage cosplayers to build skills and to get into uh, spaces where they can be seen and heard like podcasting and YouTube and on Instagram and places like that because they have so much to share. They have so much knowledge Like you, you learn so much as you go in cosplay. And I think that people, uh, there's a lot of practical application. There's a lot of things that you can do outside of cosplay that all of those skills will enhance, but also, yes, that you create so many just amazing things, uh, specifically Yukia. I don't mean to just talk in the third person here, but uh, you have, you've created so many wonderful costumes and it's, it's fairly apparent that this is really um, something that at least I feel is something that companies, organizations, businesses, small businesses, um, entrepreneurs would want to attach to. So that's, um, that's just amazing. And again, uh, I know we're only about halfway. <laughs> I, usually, I usually save it for the end, but thank you again for, for being here, for, for sharing uh, all of your knowledge and for sharing you know, some of your goals and aspirations and passions for what you want to do with your cosplay you know, in, a, in an online space and sharing it with, with companies and, and being an influencer. Thank you. I, yes. I, like I said, I really appreciate uh, getting to sit down with you and then you know, talk to you and your audience about um, the wonderful world that I, that I live in. If someone is getting into sewing, and I know that I've mentioned uh, in other spaces before, I was on Cosplay Stitch and Seam a little while ago, and I talked about you know, that if you're just getting started with things, you don't necessarily have to go crazy with like industrial sewing machines and things like that. Um, but 
what would you tell somebody who's a little bit afraid to sew and wouldn't have much experience, but really wants to get started and try it out? First of all, start with what you have. So if you don't have money for fabric or you're not ready to invest in fabric, if you have some old bed sheets and some old curtains, that's a great place to start. You can find a cheap machine on Amazon or Walmart. I think my very first sewing machine was about $80 from Walmart and it served me well. And I have now upgraded to be the proud owner of three. So I started all those years ago with just one little $80 machine from Walmart. And the very first thing that I, I believe that I made and I encourage everybody to make this project your very first item, make a pillowcase. I say make a pillowcase because it's something that you have to use. It's not something that you make and you just put it in a corner and you're like, okay, there it is. Make a pillowcase and then sleep on it because that's really what's gonna show you how things should feel when they're against your body. So if your stitches are off, if you know you didn't cut a corner properly or you did something that you know wasn't correct when sewing that pillowcase you're going to feel that and you will immediately be able to figure out where you went wrong and then how to correct that the next time around so i really encourage everyone's first project if you're sewing for cosplay or anything make a pillowcase make something that you can use because you'll immediately be able to figure out where you went wrong and then make the corrections needed. But most importantly, start where you are. Don't compare yourself. I did so much of that when I first started where I was comparing like my day one to like Yaya Han's year five, you know? And so it was just like, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, your journey is your own and sewing with cosplay it doesn't have to be expensive especially if you just start where you are like I started with like modifying clothing and like cutting things up and then sewing things together um, it doesn't have to be daunting and it, it doesn't have to be scary and also we live in a time where there are so many more tutorials and resources out there and patterns please use them please use them they're there for you to use and they make life so 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 much easier and speaking of resources um there are two very big resources that you actually provide yourself uh, your youtube channel which we'll talk about more very soon and also your blog and your blog site which you call casually kia i know you share more information there than just sewing there's there's all sorts of different things that you have, but you, you also have um, a lot for sewing tips. You, you did a piece on how to make money during COVID. You've had beauty product reviews and even photo shoot tips for cosplayers. Uh, so going through Casually Kia, what are some of the articles that you would recommend from your site for cosplayers? I have two, two or three pattern reviews on there, I believe. Um, and I actually showcased the characters that I used like for these patterns, I would go ahead and check those out, especially um, just because the patterns that I used can be easily modified um, for you to make something of your own. I actually think there's a, an apron pattern on there, which is pretty, pretty fun and pretty easy. You can make it in one afternoon, but I would definitely suggest reading those uh, first just to get a look at like, uh, how I feel about the pattern and maybe some things that you should like watch out for. 
Um, after that, I do believe photo shoot tips for cosplayers is another important one because it can really suck to like buy or make a pretty cool costume and then you schedule a shoot of it or you're shooting it yourself and then the photos just don't do the costume justice. And I have spent a lot of time um, perfecting like my poses and my facial expressions and things of that nature because I've got some pretty unflattering photos of myself from previous years. I should probably post those so you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm not ashamed of them anymore. So maybe I'll do that soon. But I think knowing how to pose, knowing how to do your makeup, knowing how to prepare for a photo shoot is like such an important part of like cosplaying, whether you're just, you know, shooting with a friend or you're shooting at a con. So uh, I think there's more, it's that blog post I think is more of a checklist. So yeah, that's another important one that I think you should go check out. I'm actually in the middle of rebranding my blog to have more sewing things on it. I just haven't let any of the blog posts that I've written go live yet, just because I have to shoot more photos because I want to make sure that my blogs are not just words, but that there's like photos on there too, because I'm a visual person. Um, so I'm just kind of pretending like I'm writing to me. <laughs> Uh, when it comes to like the new blog posts, which you'll start to see in December, actually. All right. So right around um, when this airs, we'll we'll have show notes so you can click on the links and you can check out the brand new content that's going to be on Kia's page. So that's that's a bonus. Without further ado, I would love to talk about your YouTube channel, which is self-titled Kia Sangria. You've been adding a lot of content there. Actually, as of this recording, I just watched your introduction video, which um, was really um, very helpful. It, it, um, you, you provide so much information in all of the videos that you create on YouTube. And you, you have a, a fairly consistent and a lot of content there to, to consume. I mean, it's, it's a lot um, and the videos are very well organized and you, break things down in a way that's very relatable and it's super authentic, as I said before, um, which is very important, um, in my opinion. Kia Sangria, and congratulations, by the way, I know you you passed uh, you passed 100 subscribers, which is kind of- Yes, like, thank you. It's always, um, at least in my experience with YouTube, it's just, it's a lot of work um, and you really do have to show up uh, you know, very consistently, and you really have to want to do it. So my my applause to you for you. for sticking with it and wanting to do it, and then providing so much value for us as your audience. And I think you know it's it's going to keep growing. Talk about your your channel and some of the things that you've been looking at doing with it. Great. Um, I would love to talk about that. Um, so to start with, my channel revolves around all of the things that make me uniquely myself. So you'll get a little bit of beauty, you'll get a little bit of fashion, you'll get a little bit of cosplay, and you'll get a little bit of sewing. And so my actual, my next video to go live actually will be about working with patterns and all of the things that you're doing wrong when you're working with them. And when I say all of the things that you're doing wrong, what I really mean is all the things that I did wrong, but I don't want you to make the same mistake. <laughs> so I actually, as of tonight, or rather as of yesterday, I have decided that I'm going to start doing um, sewing streams on YouTube, but I want these to be a little bit more interactive. I will choose a pattern that is fairly easy, beginner friendly, and I will encourage people to go out and buy the pattern so that on my stream, we can make it together. 
And what I plan to do is I plan to choose like patterns that are very beginner friendly, but also very informative because I want you to be able to learn something. You know, we're not going to make a little tote bag or something unless you're into that. We can. I want to start with making clothing. I started sewing cosplay first and then I started sewing clothing. My most recent post on Instagram is actually of a, a shirt that I made that I'm super proud of. But I want to teach people how to start making things that they can wear and that fits. And so for my YouTube stream, I want to do beginner friendly patterns that anyone at home can follow along with. And during the week, we, we will work on this pattern together during my stream. We can work on the pattern together or you can sew whatever it is that you're already making. And I'll just be, you know, in the room on the screen sewing with you. You know, we can vibe and, and chill. But the reason why I want to do this is because sewing is such it's very intimidating. And it's also very scary if you're like alone and something, you know, happens to your machine and you're just like, oh my gosh, like the pedal won't move or the needle is stuck or whatever like that. So I also want this to kind of be of a thing like we're making this together. So if we're making the same shirt, if you have a question about, you know, how you do step one or step two or step eight, I'm on the stream to be able to direct you on how you need to create this project and also any snafus that you come across along the way. So it's for me kind of a virtual like sewing class because if COVID-19 didn't happen, I would already be hosting in-person sewing classes. And so for me, this stream is gonna be the next best thing for me to connect with you guys, um, but also encourage more people to pick up the needle and thread because I don't do commissions and people have seen my things. They're like, oh my gosh, do you do commissions? And I'm just like, no, but I will teach you. Okay. I kind of go back to like, if you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. But if you teach a man a fish, he, you know, eats for a lifetime. If I teach you how to sew a cosplay, your fashion, if I make a costume for you, you're fashionable for just one day. If I teach you how to make your cosplays, you're fashionable for life. That's what I plan to like do when it comes to this stream. So this stream is also something that I plan to launch in December, just before the end of the year. Wow. I think that's brilliant. Um, I will share the heck out of that when it Thank comes you. up. I know that there are people who I know, I can think of a few just off the top of my head who would be interested in that, might know people who would want to be a part of that. So I hope that uh, a lot of people do take advantage of it. And I think it's great to kind of turn a frown upside down with COVID and say, you know, I can't do this, but I can do this. And this is how I'm going to make it work. And that is, that's a great uh, just component of the, the YouTube space and the online space, being able to share that and then making it more interactive too. I, I just, that's just amazing. Super, Thank you so cool. much. Like this, the, that endeavor means like so much to me because like there, I've spoken to so many people like on Twitter and on Instagram, like, you know, what is the hardest thing about like sewing for you? And, the, and they've told me what their problems are. And it's like, I can help you solve that. And I want to help you solve that. And so I'm really excited to like embark on this so that I can help like solve these problems and then like just demystify the art of like sewing things because it's so intimidating there's so many machines and things like that on the market and stuff so 
I, I'm really excited to be able to like, I got goosebumps. Like I'm really, <laughs> I'm so excited to be able to like clear the air on like some of these things. Like I want, I just want more people to like know about it and just like experience the joy that I feel like the joy that I felt when becoming Snow White and just creating this costume. Like I can't eat, I've cried over this costume by the way, because like just making it like just meant so much to me. And I want I so badly want other people to feel that same type of joy. Like, it's just amazing. Well, yeah, you put, I mean, you put so much effort into what you do and how you present it. And yeah, I mean, that um, the whole process, it is uh, literally blood, sweat, and tears sometimes, uh, depending on how close you get to the needle. And <laughs> it's so great that, and just the the way that, or what I'm hearing, um, and I, I'm a big a big supporter of people going onto YouTube and and believing in themselves and believing that they have value to add. And yes, you do, and you absolutely do. And how-to content is so important. And I think that there isn't enough of it for the cosplay community, especially in a space like YouTube. A lot of cosplayers seem to, at least the ones that I know of and the ones this what I'm observing, is they they don't tend to go to YouTube and Twitch to teach. Um, usually it's to entertain. And when you can mix it, I think that it's just really effective and really interesting. And that it's um, what I consider that white space inside of the cosplay community, the white space being kind of that area that's a little bit undefined that a lot of people aren't in and that people are going to start jumping into and that you're you're going to be able to grow an audience through these kinds of just really interesting and unique things that you can do inside of sewing and with your channel they can consume all this content uh, really for the the goal being as you said to be able to do this for themselves that's i think the best part of it really i, I think we've we've talked about this you you have topics that you want to cover inside of your youtube channel um but are there um, I guess the, the question that remains for me is where do you find the inspiration for your content? I get my inspiration from so many different places. Um, there are so many other like cosplayers like in the community that just inspire me to like want to be better and they inspire me in general. But in terms of like for like the costumes that I decide that oh, I'm going to dress up as this, sometimes I look back into like my childhood and I think, well, you know, What's a costume that I always wanted to do? And there was no cosplay website that was selling the costume when I was little, but I've always wanted to like be that. And so sometimes I'll just like go deep in the back of my mind. And I was like, you know what? You always wanted to cosplay this character here. You should go out and, and do that. That's actually what inspired Snow White because I'm just like, when I was little, I always wanted to be like a Disney princess and I never got the chance. Like I didn't get Disney princess dresses or anything like that um, when I was a kid. So I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go out and make my own like Disney princess dress. And so I did. Um, so I just, I look at like all of the things that like I want to do and I do them. And I just, I hope people are excited about them because like, I don't really have any trendy cosplays, <laughs> which is, which is fine. I just, I tend to make what I want. I don't just you know, cosplay, whatever. And that's totally fine for other people to do. Like I have nothing against like the hype cosplays like Bowsette and stuff like that. I think those were absolutely hot. Like I loved that 
point in time that we were in. That was a pretty good like timeline we were living in at that time. But I just kind of, I make what I want. I make what inspires me. I make things that challenge me. So like my Beetlejuice costume, I made that specifically for Halloween. But it challenged me because it was a three-piece costume, which I had never, ever made before. It, this was quite the project. Um, but I learned a lot from it, too. In terms of, like, the content that I create and how I present my content, I, I just wanted to be fun. I don't really think too hard. <laughs> I'm not, like, I don't know. I just want it to be fun. And so, like, I want people to see me having fun and then hope that they would like to have fun, too, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's, that's really it. <laughs> Oh, that's, I think that's, that's great. It's, it's wonderful that the, um, that cosplay and, you know, one of the reasons why I do this, it's, it's not to really prop myself up at all. It's, it's to be able to share this with, with the cosplay community at large and to be able to showcase the many talents um, that people have out in the cosplay community, because it's, um, like you said, it's fun. It's supposed to be fun. Cosplay is something that we uh, express fandoms with and that we want to share with other people uh, for, you know, there, there is some, you know, there's some competitive nature to it. And there's definitely uh, folks out there who are trying to ladder with it, you know, and trying to really get into different things. But cosplay on its own by itself, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a hobby that can turn into other things. And yeah, it's, it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that, that it, it has been. And that's one of the main things that you want to share with, with everybody that comes to your channel. Yeah. And I, and I definitely, I, I sometimes like, I get that competitive aspect of it. And like, I compete in things like that too. Um, like just recently I had entered singers cosplay contest that they like posted for like Halloween. I unfortunately didn't win, but when I did see the costumes that like did take home the prize, like they absolutely deserved it. Okay. Some of these cosplayers went so hard in their design creations and just the small little details. Like there was like one costume that had like LEDs on it and I just looked at it and it excited me. So I was like, you know what? Like you totally deserved like that grand prize because that everything that you did there was just like I, I totally understand like the competitive aspect of it I still try to make sure that I like I make it fun and so even when I don't win like the contest that I entered like I still appreciate the creations that did win because these people absolutely deserved it and it was just like wow like we're all just out here just building things and just creating like really amazing things and I think that is so cool and I get so excited like when I see things like that, especially like online now, everyone's online due to the current situation. And I've never felt this close to the cosplay community. And I get to see so many people do like some really cool things. And it just it, it inspires me to like do like more things <laughs> that I enjoy doing. So like I take inspiration from like the entire like cosplay community because I everyone is so creative and I, I love that for us. <laughs> So that is really where I will leave it today. I have one last question for you, Kia. And it is a question that I ask of all of my guests. Hopefully this, this isn't too much of a curveball. And we probably talked about a lot of this already, but it is, what do you feel cosplay impacts within yourself? My self-esteem. I've had low self-esteem uh, for the majority of my life. It's not as low anymore, but I do have my days where I'm just like, wow, like, I don't feel good. Like, I don't, I, I feel bad. <laughs> um, so I, cosplay, like, definitely um, affects, like, my self-esteem, sometimes for, like, the better, sometimes for, for worse. And, you know, every day is, like, a, a balance for me. But 
I ultimately get joy out of what I do. Being in the cosplay community has given me a pride that I probably wouldn't have because I get to be I get to be multiple things. I get to be a wife, in this case, a wife who cosplays because, you know, my husband is also into cosplay. So, you know, I'm a wife who cosplays, you know, during my nine to five, I'm just like Kiara. Um, but like off the clock, I get to be like Kia Sangria, cosplayer, wife, all these things, YouTuber, blogger, you know, Instagram. I get to be like all these things. And I feel like if I didn't have cosplay, I really don't know what I would be doing because through cosplay, I discovered all these different facets about myself and I can't imagine life without it. Who I am, I owe so much to like this hobby. I don't know who Kia would be, or if there would even be a Kia, there would just probably be Kiara without cosplay. Um, so for me, like cosplay has given me like a boost to my self-esteem that I probably may not have had otherwise. It does. I think it can be a very positive force for people in general. Um, if they, if, if that's something that they, they need and, you know, esteem is uh, certainly something that I've struggled with. So I, totally understand and can relate to that. But um, yes, it's just, um, it's a good space to be in. And again, thank you so much for, for sharing that. And I'm, I'm very, I guess, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm relieved that it, um, it does work out for, um, for the better or that it, that it contributes positively. Um, versus being something that's seen as like a chore or a job or kind of a jobby. I've, I've mentioned that before, where you um, you put a lot of free time into it and you don't really get much out of it. It becomes more of a struggle than anything. So it's it's very positive. Uh, thank you again so much for, for sharing um, all of your thoughts and just um, your, your tips and, and your talents for sure tonight. Um, Kia, where can we find you and how can we support you online? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Kia Sangria NY. You can find me on Twitter at Kia Sangria 93. Same with YouTube. You can also find me on my blog, Casually Kia. And you can find me on Fabric Wholesale Direct's website in their blog section. In terms of supporting me online, just leave a comment. Let me know that like my content has helped you and let me know what else you want to see and let me know how I can help you. If you're working on something and you need help with like, you know, making it or tips on how to sew something, you need like makeup help or, you know, fabric suggestions, reach out, just, you know, call, call on me because I really, I really do want to, to be of service to the cosplay community. So if you need help with something, uh, seek Kia. <laughs> Yes, I, I highly recommend that you do, everyone, and certainly do like, comment, and subscribe to Kia Sangria on YouTube. We'll have everything in the show notes here and on YouTube so that you can connect with her. So that's all we have for you today, everyone. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much, Kia, for being on the show. This is the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary podcast, Scotty B, saying bye-bye. Yeah.